Viewers discretion advised. If you're a hater. A bigot. A hater. We already said that. Oh, yeah. Absolute trash. Uh, this show is intended just for you. You got something to learn today. You sure do. Also, on a side note, audio right now may not be as amazing as it will be, but eventually it will sound like this. We're working on it. We're working on progress. Please stand by for amazingness to take over your eardrums in three, two, one. Okay. And then we should be fine. Okay. Okay. All right, let's do this. Uh,. (laughs) <laughs> you sounded so it's excited like, and then just like and then just like got really sad all of a sudden yeah okay let's do this oh oh yeah that's right we're starting oh <coughs> more i need to get a mic stand like that one i'm know. actually i'm gonna i'm trying to buy a mic stand myself you are yeah where do you buy mic stands guitar center yeah but don't you or know, Sweetwater. where is Sweetwater? oh my god Sweetwater. Yes, I think it's actually no, headquartered no, no, no. here. Okay. In, I'm going to explain what, what Sweetwater is, and then I'm going to tell you what, what you were thinking. About. Yeah. So Sweetwater is the music company where they have all the equipment. It's like this. I think it's actually ma- uh, the manufacturers here in Austin, Texas. Oh, it is? Yeah, to my understanding. Because I remember when I was in school, all of our, my professors, my audio professors would be like, you know, if you guys need the equipment, you can get it here on Sweetwater.com. But I think they're like out. There's like a location here in Austin, something like that. Now, what were you thinking when I said Sweetwater, Cameron? Okay, I was thinking about Roll Bounce, the Sweetwater Rollers. Oh my god! Do you remember that? I haven't thought of Roll Bounce in so That's long. And you know why? Uh, you know why I love that movie so much skate. when it came out? Mm-hmm. Because I had the biggest crush on Little Bow Wow. I'm sorry, Bow Wow. Hey, little Bow Wow. You, you just, just don't, don't know. The way you move so fast across the floor. I mean, you run through my mind like all the time to the point that I just want to take you home. Oh, I think that's a good time to start the show. After that little... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> Can I just confess my love, my <laughs> love to Bow Wow? Yeah. I, I don't necessarily feel the same way, I must say that. Uh, we won't get into deep detail about that. Yeah. I, Cause then I moved on to Little Romeo. Okay, we can start the show now. Okay. Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Mariah. And I'm awkward. It says we're awkward. I mean, we're awkward. And we're black. Yes, we are. And that's all right. right. <laughs> 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 too much. Too much. Oh. Okay. Let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, hi, I'm Cameron. Oh, no, no. Crap, I didn't do it right. He did it wrong. I did it wrong. Um, I'm the heezy. <gasps> sheezy. Oh, no. And I'm never sleazy. Oh, you ain't? I'm Cameron. I liked that. That was good, right? That was really good. Kanye. <sighs> okay. You got it? Yeah. Sometimes, I'll be drinking on the goosey. I be feeling really loosey. Okay. I just left lunch with my sister and we ate sushi. <gasps> oh, she wanted to tell a story this week. What's her name? Mariah. Oh, she. Oh, okay. She feels like that was only three. I wanted to keep going. She wants to tell a story. She wants to tell a story. She wants to tell a story. 
sorry. I'm sorry. She wants you to talk know. about See, I love you, Cameron, because I'm so glad that your <laughs> voice is doing that because you have no idea how many times I do that. And nobody ever knows what I'm talking you about. Don't talk about mama. <laughs> no one ever knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what is it? Uh, your mother's ass is so hairy. It looks like Don King's going to pop out and say, Oh, my miracle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not understand. What about when they threw the powder out? We're talking about white. Oh, what is it? White chicks? Yeah, white, white chicks. Yeah. Your mom is so old. She breastfeeds like this. <laughs> oh, that movie was classic it's a movie you can watch a million times and still laugh but it's like the best part about that whole uh, I love the beginning is the the other girls the white girls uh-huh. your ma are uh, you're so bro you are uh, you're so dumb oh hi mom oh you definitely have to answer my mom calls. I'm doing good I'm actually recording he's definitely recording Tell her I said hi. I did, and I very much so enjoyed it. Mariah says hi. She says hi, pumpkin. Oh, she called me pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, That's you're really such sweet. a girl. I love it. Hey. And then he had, you what's her have name? You always to answer he had, what's her name calls. on the freaking screen. I loved it. I lived for it. I thought it was fantastic. Even if you're in the middle of recording your podcast. Donald Trump? Of course I did. I thought it was hilarious. Please send us a listener letter to let us know if you guys always answer the No one thinks it's funny, but I thought it was hilarious. Calls. Of course, Mom, see, you like, are not no young, what, and you're not, you guys are like, close to your mom's you, you are not, you are a black person, but you're not a young black person. And Mariah can understand this. Kanye West going on Saturday Night Live to perform, it only makes sense that he was going to go on a rant about how people turn their back on for supporting Donald Trump. Am I right? I didn't even see it, but now I want to watch it. But does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It makes total sense. Of course that was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. You know? That's why... No. That's what I'm saying. You are an older black person. Young, millennial black people would have expected for that to happen. It makes sense. This is actually part of the topic. I don't listen to Kanye West's music because I think he's a trash human being for what he's done. So I don't care. I like that other song that he was in. I watched just enough for the sketches and for that one song, and that was about it. And that's not even his song. That's a little pump song. Him going on a rant, I don't really care about. And his own personal song, he can keep it. His album was meh. His message is horrid, and he's lost his mind. And he also thinks that by going to Chicago, he's going to become this ultra-woke fixture again and be the face of the community, and that's never going to happen. It just is not. Chance the Rapper does more for the community. Just saying. So, But yeah, that's my opinion. He's trash. What? You're not old. I'm saying you're older. You know what I'm saying? You're on the other side of the line that gets it and who doesn't get it. I'm just saying you're not old. You're not old, but I'm saying that there is a... Mariah, am I wrong? There's a definite line of millennial blacks who are fighting the cause and then older blacks who are fighting the cause. Both the same cause, but it's just different scenarios that are going within each other's fight. And you're on the other side. It's true. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. This is the same man who went on TMZ and said that slavery was a choice. Come on now. Like, and then also made an album, made a song trying to diss one of the radio DJs in New York saying, Scoopity Poopity Doo. I don't know. I honestly didn't understand half of what he was saying. But, as usual. So, it doesn't matter. He's drinking that white woman's Kool-Aid and he's going to find himself in Jonestown alone. So, you know. Yeah. Alright. I love you, Mom. Bye, bye-bye. I think that's actually a perfect way to segue was, into what we're good, talking about. I don't know if we can keep that, but that was we actually are definitely. I'm going to figure out how to work with See, it. See, because I was talking on some of the parts, just kind of trying to keep all of our listeners involved mm -hmm. to let them know. I was like, this is actually really good. This is part of what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So I was kind of narrating. Yeah. So. I think that's perfect. Hopefully it sounds okay. Because if well, so, that was a pretty good conversation, I think. We talked about our fun stuff and let's talk about what we're really here for. Yes, because the topic of today, Cameron, is what? Stay woke. Oh. They be creeping. They be creeping. They gon' find you. Ooh, my voice is oh. gone this week, so yeah, I can't really keep up with kiddo. you. You've been babysitting your nephew. You're a good aunt. Thank you. Like I told you, I want to tell my nephew and niece, when the street light comes on, come on back into the house. <laughs> Leave me alone. He's too I'm little just to not do ready that yet. yet. He's too little to do that. I'm just not ready yet. Neither are my nephew and nieces. Okay, that's... I'm oh. just not ready yet. They're Dang. about the same age. That's true. So whatever. It doesn't matter. He's just so cute. He is so cute. And he's Can you fun. do me a favor? Yeah. Can you text this guy and just... I'm going to cut this part out. Can you text this guy and just be like, Hey, looking to buy two Gs. Are you free? I'm just not... I hate texting. Yeah, I always notice that you always talk to it. I hate texting. I think texting is trash. Is that why all of your texts are kind of like... Fucked up? Yes. Yes, they're all fucked up. I hate texting. I There's emojis, and then it's just like, do I add punctuation? I don't know. Are you, are you wait, looking to buy two Gs what? I'm, uh, are you available looking to buy two Gs later? Or in a few? Don't judge me. I always wonder, because I was like... I'm like, I don't know if I should text him back because I got a text message uh, the about the one situation. Yeah. I was like, was something, something. And you're like, I th you were trying to say, <laughs> who cares? It took me like 10 hours, but it, it said, how cares? Ah, I didn't need to put that. I didn't need to put that. And I was like, I but you do that all that. the time, Cameron. <laughs> you're like the worst text. Like, I'm like, I know he can write. I know he can write. Like, I'm I, very good at it. He can speak well. I speak well. I Why write are his, well. But, like, I'm you're prolific. It's okay to I'm have, like, messed up text messages. But, Cameron, yours are way left. I hate text messages. Oh, my God. I also hate rushed emails when people are like, I need an email in five minutes. I'm like, well, let me go. Or if they're like, I need an uh, email right now. And I'm like, I just, I okay. guess I've never, like, met anyone in this particular age range who i hate texting it's like the opposite i love writing essays i love you oh give me a prompt i will oh well that's my favorite okay. i love journaling so you like you like real writing i love real writing i love writing letters i mean no okay i, I get it. that i get I love that. postcards too i 
I just don't travel enough to actually like. Like drive. okay, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. I just didn't know. I was just like, why does he have the worst? Like I don't know. But you, it's not like grammar necessarily. It's just like I don't know what you're saying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, uh, Cameron, what kind of juice do you like? I, the juice is the juice, and I'm just here what I need. Exactly. That's, that's literally how it comes that's out. That's his text messages. I'm like, <laughs> and I have to say what like so many times. <laughs> And then he'll be like, the text. And, then like and, and then say he, his uh, answer will be like orange juice, or so he'll say OJ, right? Yeah. So you'll think somebody's gonna I'll say, say OJ. I'll he'll say PJ. Say, he'll say like PJ. I'm like, what? Who's PJ? What kind of juice is that, Cameron? That's hey, that's how he texts. We have a show that we have to host. I just thought I should complain for a second, okay? You should complain about that. That's terrible. He's the worst. I'm the worst. But I love him so much. Okay. I'm such a fucking mess. I love it. Uh, oh, such a don't do mess. it to me now. I love okay. it. Uh, All right. Hi, Mariah. Cameron. Remember that one time when our quality was like terrible? You mean like now? Yeah, it's giving me like high school acne phase moments. But you know, it's cool. Just like me in middle school, I bounce back. I'm trying right now. And guess what, America? We will bounce back too. But you have to do your part. By voting. Make sure you register to vote today at www.usa.gov. Remember, voting is not only a right, it's a privilege. It is. Just like being awkward is. Exactly, actually. That's perfect. Remember, www.usa.gov. There's also plenty of resources that you can use to register to vote today. And make sure to early vote October 22nd. And voting always starts the very first Tuesday of the month of November. That's November the 6th. Voting is a right, not a privilege. And it's our right to be awkward and party. Don't forget to vote. <laughs> well, you're fine. Topic for today. So yeah, actually speaking of that song, let's just talk about um, it. We're talking about social awareness. Yes. So last Tuesday. Or stay woke. Yeah. So as you know, every episode goes up every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, last Tuesday was National Voters Registration Day. Yes. Which I hope you voted. Mm-hmm. You can hear a couple of commercials throughout this episode on yes, because registering to vote. Because why the fuck wouldn't you? We need you to vote, guys. Yeah, seriously. So, um, speaking of, I gotta pay, that's why I have to pay my ticket. Because I gotta make sure. Oh. Yeah. Because you can't have tickets? No. I just don't want to go to jail. Oh, don't go to jail. Please don't yeah. do that. Um, so, pay your tickets. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, basically, I feel like uh, there's just such a wide array. How do we jump in? Well, okay, so there's a lot of different ways. So what what does stay woke mean to you, first of all? The definition, first of all, shout out to, I think her name was Snow the Product, the mm-hmm. rapper Snow the Product. She's kind of like one of the first people I heard use the word woke. Okay. I don't want to say she invented the word because I'm pretty sure, you know, it's like you can never actually really trace the definitions yeah. of certain words in hip hop. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you know, or some certain words within the culture, within the, the culture of the world, you can't really necessarily root it back to a specific date. But, exactly. you know, slang. But I feel like to me, it's just being hyper aware of social issues that are going on in the world. Yeah. And being, it's almost like you've taken the blue pill or whatever pill that you're supposed to take to be aware of what's going on. And your eyes your are awoke. Yeah, that's, what it means to that's me. exactly 
That's yeah. exactly it. Can I just take that? Yeah, just okay. steal it. Um, what pill is it? I, I don't really is it, remember. I see, that's the part I get confused I don't really remember. I haven't was, watched The Matrix it, in so long, but I've enjoyed... I used to love that I movie I have it on DVD somewhere, so we might have to watch it. And then the part... That movie used to freak me out because it was like they would connect the things to their heads. I was like, oh, why? It has such a deep why? meaning. And apparently there's a whole theological... I don't even know if that's yeah. true. My pastor said that, and he might be full of shit. No, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. He was just like, there's a whole thing about Jesus and faith and religion. Oh, but then the Matrix? And the Matrix. I don't know if that's true. You know, people like to say things okay. are things and it's not really the thing. There's a lot of things that are things that may not actually be things, but people make it things. I totally got what you meant, too. I love that you did. I totally got what I you meant. I didn't even know where that came from. <laughs> I totally got that. But yeah. Kanye I, West. Did you? T- oh, God. Did we not have <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> SNL. I thought they had very funny points and stuff. Yeah. I love how they had Pete Davidson come on Weekend Update, but he really didn't talk about the cloud. I wish I would have watched it. He did talk about death threats, which I think made sense. Which oh, is like, because why he, wasn't he, he was getting death threats because he was dating Ariana Grande. Yeah, especially after Ariana everything that happened. I was like, people, come on now. Why would they send... That doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, did, do you think people sent death threats to... Um, Faith back in the day when she when the picture came out of her and Pac with food up or whatever. I feel like probably. Do you think so? Such okay. a weird time. So Does death threats. Okay, this then? is a stupid question. Um, also, so back then, no, okay. back then, was it little actual letters? Yeah, I would assume so. Do they still do that now, or is it? Do they send do it through like totally Instagram, do. or do they send it? They, I think they send. There's more avenues to do okay. so. I was Patriot just going to say, do people really like the infiltrate. energy, the physical energy, and the spiritual energy to take the time to write a death threat through? Not just like through, like it's one thing to do through the internet, but like physically sit down and mm-hmm. write a letter. That's a lot of energy. See, to me though, like I'm a little concerned because I'm just kind of like. I'm a very vocal person. Who just person. Feels like doing that? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, kind of going back to the what we're talking about, I feel like I'm a bit, like, I just, I wonder how many death threats certain people get who are very vocal about, like, social justice specifically. Like, like yeah. I, you listen to Damn or any, or the Pimp Butterfly or any of Kendrick's albums that are very yeah. hyper-focused yeah. on yeah. social justice issues in the world and calling it out. And I wonder, like, how does he navigate through all of the hatred that he must get from like racists and stuff like that who send him letters. I think on top of that, people are probably sending him letters saying, thank you for saying what you're saying. And I think that that's the part that outweighs any negative thing because that's the reason you're doing it. It's for that particular reason. Yeah. You know, all the negative stuff, when you get that positivity out of it, I feel like all that stuff kind of just falls off. Do you think people who are white supremacists, like I don't even care to know what that man's name is, the one that's in charge of it, the white man, um, you're talking Trump. about uh, starts with the D. I yeah. can't think of his name right Dick, now. Dick, whatever his name is. That's, that we can go with. Um, do you think I'm just gonna call him Dick if, for the rest of this episode? If we need to refer to him again, um, do you think he they gets can look it like obviously he gets negative? He, I'm pretty sure he gets like negative shit and death threats and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that he gets positive stuff as well? Like that's I'm sure kind he does. Of weird. I'm sure he does because there's people obviously who still believe in those kinds of ideals. Yeah. You know, so I mean, with a lot of the things we're seeing in the media today, of course, there's people. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, Charlottesville. Obviously, all those people coming out to the lawn who were yeah. um, white supremacist. Wearing fucking khakis that was, and all that bullshit. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the things. That one really scared me because that really, like, I 
obviously I knew that racism and stuff like that was still around, yeah. but a part of an ignorant part of my mind thought like we were better. No, we were getting better. Oh no, girl, no, no. We're so no. far from that. Let me tell you, in my personal life, I don't really haven't dealt with knock on wood a lot of like issues with like hatred see that, that's people. my thing see, and that's I, a beautiful yeah. thing but i think what i love though is that I, while me living in the suburbs and mm-hmm. i haven't deal with it i've dealt with like racial shade oh yeah of course oh i've had some it like angers people me when I think about that yeah, yeah like what is it called um it's a particular term that they use now but it's like um people say things to you and you're yeah. like wait uh would they have said that to me yeah. Otherwise, and well, you realize so, that they would have not said those kinds of things. I was to you. listening to Amanda Seal. She had a, you know, she had on her channel. She has where she goes to universities and she just yeah. speaks to like students and stuff. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, and she was talking. It was one girl talking about how talking about being called an Oreo by other black kids, and she was okay. like, she felt like that was weird because she had never heard other black kids call her Oreo, mm-hmm. but other white kids have. She was like, oh, well, that's a word that most black people use as an insult. Yeah. For us. But what was weird to me was like, I've never been called an Oreo by black kids in my school. I didn't really hang out with them, but I was never called that. I was called Oreo by white kids. That's, yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I was never Because called they're the ones white who kids seem- be like, oh my gosh, Cameron, you are like so like you're white. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Isn't that the most annoying I don't thing? talk to none of them bitches anymore either. I don't like when people say no. that. I mean, I didn't even get called, I didn't get called an Oreo. But I remember there's this. Um, I was called it constantly, and it really kind of fucked with me for I don't years. Like that. It still kind of does, actually. Well, I'm gonna start going to therapy though, you, so it's you cool. You can let it go. Exactly. I I got called. This girl told me, she's like, I'm more blacker than you. And was she black? No. Was it a white girl? I think she was Hispanic. Don't you love that? No. But shade. I don't even know. I don't remember what we were talking about at all. But for some reason, she felt. I think it was the way I talked. Don't you love that when people are like, oh, I'm blacker mm-hmm. than you. I get the culture. You don't get the culture. What we do is cool. We just do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's just trying to compare I'm just living like my that. life just because I don't, you know, I mean, my lexicon not, may not be large, in whether it be jazz or hip hop or R&B or gospel or, you know, urban news or sports or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're blacker than me. I'm just living my life. That's, that's what we're trying to do. That's not necessarily something because I like these particular things doesn't necessarily mean that I'm. Yeah, I mean it's also a stigma though that's been built up within the, the, the community as well. It's like, you know, it's but it roots back to slavery periods where it's just like, you know, who's going to be most like master? Ooh, who's going to be most like X Y Z? Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So it's just like, uh, yeah, that was always really interesting. It. Another thing that I thought was kind of weird, this mm-hmm. is kind of going off and coming back. Um, did you ever have any weird comments about your hair growing up? Any weird hair like things? Because I feel like. Yeah, I think people would be like, your hair is so dry. Or like dip, like they talk or about. Your oh, hair, yeah. why are you letting it? Like, I get that more now because I like, I really don't know what I want to do with my hair. You have very pretty curls. Thank you. Yeah. I just don't really take care of it as much as I should. It's okay. It's a whole other we're thing. We're working on it. Yeah, but we're, we're improving. But it's like, I think more now people are like, why is your hair so big? And I love my mom, who I was on the phone with earlier. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like she can be a little much. But it's more like, she's like, why is your hair long? But no, no, no. Let me take that back, actually. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. My mom actually doesn't mind my hair being long because she's mm-hmm. like you have really good hair mm-hmm. which is like it's a social bias but whatever okay. um thank you for saying that. but it's like <laughs> i know but it's like um i think in my mind from growing up and dealing with like white kids mm-hmm. 
I kind of have taken it as an adult, and it's just like it me- it's messed up my mind process, which is really sad, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of just like, okay, someone said I need to put more product in my hair. Does that mm-hmm. mean that like it, I look like nappy? Does that mean I look X Y Z? You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially when we grew up, we grew up with Bieber hair, so it was all about pressing that hair out, and you know, yada yada yada. Was it Bieber hair? Girl, I, yes. I mean, I, had, I was more in the NSYNC era as far as... When you were in high school, girl? Oh, when I was in high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Justin Bieber was popping. I was like, what year did you graduate from? 2010. 10, yes. I'm 2012. So, yeah, for us, it's like Bieber. Bieber. Crispy Bangs. Bieber was on my way, about, on my way out. What else was going on? Uh, uh, Paramore. But you're talking about white kids, though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That was what was popular for them, though. Oh, okay. Well, was I know what that, you're The Hills, Lauren I feel like, Conrad. Um, love. God, I'm losing my voice, guys. I'm sorry. I feel like for black men... Mm-hmm. Hair has been coming back. Like I see so many black guys with hair. With like, afros, it's about self-expression. Or no, but they're also they're like growing out like long. Oh like, yeah. My cousin, I showed you his picture. He has long curly hair. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Because you know, it's kind of like I feel like we've almost <laughs> taken this generation. We're taking low key, taking pages. I don't know if we know this or not. Taking pages out of the out of the, the 60s. 60s. It's right? very you look at Black Lives Matter as a yeah. unit as a unit as an organization or any of the organizations that we have right now. It's very reminiscent of not of SNCC or any of the organizations of the early 60s. Yeah. It's more reminiscent of the mid to late 60s. And that's Panther, what I feel. Things like that's that. what I feel like has been happening. I mean, so many people are embracing their mm-hmm. um, natural hair pattern. Not that if you don't, like there's something wrong. I think it's I think it's just good that we seem to have the education. It's almost like, you know, India Irie has this song that says, I am not my I'm hair. I'm not my hair. But like, in all honesty, I kind of feel like beautiful. the hair is not me, but the hair is an extension of it's me. Ex- that's what I was trying to say. It's, it's, a, rep- it's a piece yes, of me. Yes. Yeah. It's an art piece. Yeah, it's an art piece. Yeah. That's why I'm not getting my hair. It's just like, I'm proud. I might twist it or whatever, but it's like, I want it long because I want it long. Not that there's anything wrong with having yeah. a fade or a C's yeah. or whatever, but you know. And I've been natural for... Mm-hmm. And your hair's gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice of you. Uh, six years now. Mm-hmm. So I I did the chop. I would I did the slow chop. Yeah. So I let it all grow out. But that's another thing. Do. You- but I'm so glad you know, like the '90s style has come back. But I'm so glad people aren't like perming their hair out, putting Jerry curls and shit in their hair. I could just do that. let your soul glow. Let that silky smooth. Let silky silky smooth. Just let your soul If I had my if I, my voice didn't if I didn't lose my voice, I mm-hmm. would try be hitting those notes with you right now. Your voice sounds very like NPR right now. I like it. Like I would like for this to be my voice, but I would like to also be able to hit higher notes because I'd like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um. I don't know. Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl. I can do that, though. I will never do that. I'm just too scared my hair will break off. My grandma had the texture of Jerry Curl, but that was her hair. What is texture of Jerry Curl? Just like the tight curls. She had nice curls. Curl pattern. I don't know if it was... I I think my mom had a Jerry Curl when she graduated high school. That grease? And then she, she like, washed it right on out as soon as she got to college. Sometimes you gotta do that. She was like, it was cute. It was the 80s. And then she was like, oh, I'm in college. I'm out. Bye. Wash, wash, wash. And just wash that out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't. I somebody asked me. He was black too. He was mm-hmm. from work. He goes, Cameron. I realized you're a thug, and I was like, 
bitch. You say it like Shut that? Shut the fuck up. You're a thug. He sure did, but he's he's kind of nerdy, but it's okay. But I was like, I am definitely not that. But if you think that I'm like aggressive or whatever, I'm not angry. I'm just very... Cameron, somebody said that you're a thug. I know, that's what I said. I was like, have you met me? Like, <laughs> I look like a literal walking teddy bear. Like, get out of here. You are. I, I really am. I'm like Biggie Small's little brother who is like... Like, you just look like I, I have to give you hugs. Just like a fat chubby kid who wears, you know, coochie sweaters and oh just wants to hug everyone. But I do speak with like a lot of fire in my voice when I'm talking because it's just like... I'm aware. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get over Cameron. You a thug. I figured it out. He goes, Cameron, I figured it out. You're a thug. He said it like that. Oh, and I was but the like, way you, you, because the way you were saying it sounded real funny. You a like, thug. You a thug. You a thug. <laughs> no, when he said that, I was just like, what the hell are you talking about? the accents you give people. You a thug. Thank you. You a thug. You a thug. But I was like, I I think I'm like, and I tried to reinterpret. I was like, are you saying I like I'm aggressive or angry and he was like i don't know and i was like well if i sound aggressive or angry a lot of times it's just because i feel like a lot of people don't really take me seriously for x y and z and i have a lot i've had a lot of people on a racial level black mm-hmm. and white who have disrespect me because i say i'm not black enough i'm not white enough so when i talk i'm very direct in what i want to say yeah i'm just aware that is why i talk the way i talk you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I may sound like an asshole, but I'm a really nice person. You are. I just want to hug you and maybe like squeeze your butt. <laughs> just kidding. I love that. I'm but just I, kidding. I just want to hug you all the time, Cameron. Thank you. You're just so uh, huggable. Me yes. too. Yes. You too. You too. I liked that. I like yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So you, you, you grew up in the suburbs, Cameron? Oh, girl. I grew up here. Not like here, but I grew up in an neighborhood. Anywhere. Another neighborhood up the area. Seriously, like Round Rock? Yeah, I'm like... Oh, God. If you Round live in Rock, North Austin, North Austin is a really nice area. I was raised in like probably one of the nicer neighborhoods in Round Rock. Wow. It's an old neighborhood where I live. You've yeah. been to Round House. It's an older neighborhood, but it's like one of the nicest. We have the top HOA neighborhood. You guys... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You drove me through there mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. It was it's really nice. It's a very nice. nice neighborhood. It's got like a school, the high school, middle school, elementary school is yeah. all in one, a couple of parks. It's all walkable. I grew up very blessed as well. Yeah. I mean... My mom took care of me. Me and my, you know, my parents knew what they were doing, so it was cool. Yeah, I grew up in a... I guess it was a single mom's household, but mm-hmm. um, the way she made us live, not like we were bougie or anything like that, just like she... I didn't have to worry about anything kind of lifestyle. It mm-hmm. was not the typical single mother. She was like, black child. Good. It was chill. Yeah, and, you know, we lived in pretty... Nice neighborhoods. Yeah. I love the nice neighborhoods. Yeah, and off the beach, too. I'm jealous. That right age. off the beach? Well, not off the beach, but I'm saying, like, you live. I was like, hold on. Beach we, town. Like, we didn't live I, off the beach now. Now, girl. Could but you, you mean, imagine? yeah, I grew up in Corpus Christi. Okay, the water, though. Okay, guys. Like, if you have a choice to go to a beach for vacation, don't go to Corpus. Unless you're what from you Texas and you're Unless, like. And that's the only place you can go. Yeah. I would, like, but I feel like Galveston might be more fun. Galveston's got more stuff. Galveston has more stuff. And it's like right right outside of Houston. So it's like a city. Yeah. I don't see. I'm from Corpus. I don't even know what you do in Corpus. And the clubs. Oh, Lord, don't but go Corpus, to see, you go to Port Aransas, which is still a distance. But, okay, Port, but you go to the Port Aransas. I was talking about the clubs. If you yeah. go clubbing, 
you don't go to which Corpus. is so sad that Corpus is like not really good for clubs because they well, got such good music. No, the music is so the music good. is bomb. Like, I don't understand. Come to Austin and go party. The music is not that great. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like if you go to Corpus to go oh dance, God. the music you will be dancing the whole time. They play all the dancing music, but the yeah. clubs are kind of kind of weird. It's so weird. Whack. What are like um? I mean, then no, no one puts clothes on either. That's crazy. Like no one like puts like no one dresses up. We were the most dressed up people. I love that though. I mean, my niece looked fly. She had on this beautiful. Your niece suit. needs to come and party up here. She really so. needs to just kind of move here. Yeah, I agree. But she had this beautiful suit on. If I'm from Zara or whatever, is beautiful. We had jumpsuit. My Hold cousin. On, Hi, have- you have reached the BKs. All right. Sorry, we missed you. But please follow the show on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Spotify, Instagram, and much more. Thanks again. See, so, yeah, it picked up right where I left off. Okay, so should I continue talking? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, go ahead. okay, my niece looked fly. She had this beautiful suit on. And then my cousin, she had a cute dress on. I had a jumpsuit on. So, we looked really nice. We were probably the people who looked the nicest because people don't normally, it's like they'll put on jean shorts and flip flops and like kind of attire and corpus as far as going to the clubs. That's what it looks like that's what the clubs have to offer yeah but i mean it's a chill it's really chill i mean i guess you know i don't really talk up my hometown the best way i'm sorry corpus is like a beautiful area though it's yeah it's 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 pretty and it's, it's pretty. got whataburger yes if you guys have ever been to whataburger the hometown is corpus christi texas this guy's but uh, but okay it's you a, made me say but it's at the muscular time. I don't know why he just showed me. I'm just so intrigued. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I was just talking about Corpus Christi where I grew up, basically. But we were talking about kind of how we was there racial up. issues in Corpus? I know there's a like, there's a large Latin community there. Mm-hmm. What is the black community like in Corpus? Uh, two people, me and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> is no, it really? No, but no, there's there's a good black community. I mean, but it's. I looked up the percentage a couple years ago, but it's like 2%, 3%. Okay, maybe four, maybe more than that, but so there's not that many. What is the majority? Hispanic and white. Is it really? Yeah. Mostly Hispanic, I think. Looking at the population, I would have to see, but that's pretty much from my understanding. That's how I grew up. It's a very strong Latin community in Corpus Christi. Oh, totally. Selena. Yeah. Isn't that where her, she's from? Her family's exactly. from there. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Did you ever go to the Selena Festival? I've been to everything Selena. When I was in elementary school, we used to, during the PE dances we would have, like to warm up, we would play, uh, they'd play Selena. I love it. I could fall in love with you. I used to love Selena. Don't, God, I wish I could. But yeah, back to me, though. I don't know. I just feel like, um, this is going to sound so weird, but I feel like me as a human being, I haven't really, like, dealt with, like, with, like, a lot of racial issues. I feel like my, as my, my, the things that I have dealt with racially have just been, like, um, white people trying to make me conform to be more like them. Interesting. Or, in another way, um, just basically shade from white people. 
You know what I'm saying? Is it called microaggressions? Is that what I'm Microaggression. Yeah. A lot of that. That's a lot of like microaggressions. All the time. It's never, I've never had someone come up to me and say, I hate you because you're black. I've had people come up to me and say, you're not good enough. You should be more like this. And more like this means more white. I remember this yep. one time in fourth grade, I was because a lot of the times in elementary school I was the only black kid, and because there was like four of us in my elementary school. Um, Don't you hate when you're like people? You're like, yeah, I'm like one of four black kids in my elementary school, and people are like, oh, that's so funny. You're like, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like real. that was real. <laughs> that was real, and you all you know exactly who they are. Yeah, or whatever. You know where they live. You know, like their yeah. families know each other. Like that was me. Yeah, that it was. There was this moment in fourth grade. I that was the time I really felt as a kid I was different, because I mean I knew it was black, obviously, but I I felt like that was the time that I was like, oh, this is there's like. I felt like there's almost something wrong with me because I was yeah. black. Yeah. So I was in fourth grade, and um, it was like story time. So we're all sitting around the mat or whatever, and one of my my hair braids, or hair braids, hair braids, hair braids, broke. You know the ones with the little. Was it like plaited or was it like? It um, was like twisted. I twisted. had a lot of the yeah, twist. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know those little black girl twists that you know black girls. Yeah, where it's like it's like a mm. it's like a like a curl twist, and they have the little barrettes. Like yeah, they have yeah, the yeah. little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had one of those on. And it popped in the middle of my head. And the one that popped made my my twist stand up kind of on my head. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying like your hair popped. I was like, Lord, how oh, no. tight was that twist? Oh, girl. <laughs> my hair. Oh, no, but my the, God. the barrette popped and it made my hair stand up. Okay. Yeah. And everyone in the class turned and started laughing at me because my hair was like kind of standing up, right? You and then the shit out of all of them. When no one made it worse, my teacher was started laughing too and she was like what she was like oh, mariah we're not laughing at you we're laughing with you no i'm not and laughing, i was like bitch. well that's I'm what you should have said i didn't know that word i mean i think i may have but i definitely i did i, I was said it. definitely not gonna say in the fourth grade i was totally i was like that. well i'm not i'm not laughing so and it was like one of those moments i was like wow god i wish i really am different you know that was yeah. one of those moments I felt different as a child. Yeah. And then from that moment on, I always felt a little like something was up with me. Yeah. I feel like. Kind of. Not forever. I would have told the teacher, like, like do, you, do I need to call my mom? You know, when I was I didn't a kid, think that. And so I didn't. I have I, had yeah. issues. When I, grew up, when I was growing up, I had issues um, with reading. Mm-hmm. It's the comprehension. Yeah. Like understanding what I'm reading. What you're reading, yeah. yeah exactly. And so. One thing that I would consistently have to like strive on was just really like my understanding of material that was given to me. Yeah. Now I'm in a much better place. You know, I have my coping ways, but mm-hmm. you know, I did pretty well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Considering the uphill battle I had to deal with in my younger years. Of course. Um, but when I was my first year in public school, my teacher, I was like, you know, kind of behind. And my teacher was like, I think it would be best if we held Cameron back. And if we held Cameron back, yo, this is real. I'm going to call her out, too. Her name was Miss Tuxhorn at Deepwood Elementary. She still teaches there. She is now a first-grade teacher. Her and Miss Porter, who is a special needs development I teacher, goes, I'm sure I am. I'm going to keep it in there, too. Well, It's I mean, the truth. There's nothing. There's no defamation. It's true. Okay. They said, and I quote, um, you know, let's hold Cameron back. Because Cameron's going to be a big football star, and he's going to be super popular, and everyone's going to love him. What? And my mom goes, 
have you not seen my child like have you not had a conversation with my child um first of all the boy hates running yeah. Let's first and foremost. And what the football? hell kind of shit is big football? No, I didn't play football. Okay. They're like, you don't know what this kid is. What you're gonna do? You're gonna do your job. This was like probably halfway through the school year, like in December or whatever. They decided they wanted to do this. I was like, you're gonna do your job. December. No, no, this is my. So my mom is fiery. My mm. mom like will pop off on somebody. But only through de- December. Yeah, like, they were. This is something that apparently they decided in December. My mom wow. decided at that meeting that she was gonna take her nerve pill before she came. So she said very calmly, I think that is the biggest piece of crap I've ever heard. You're going to work with my child. You're going to get it together. He's going gra- to move on to the next grade. And we're going to figure out a plan to make sure that my child succeeds. I'm just offended by the She said that she was going to hold me back so that I could become a giant football star. I didn't even play football. Okay. Like, that's crazy. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. This that is elementary is, school. You didn't even play football. That's what I'm saying. But I'm like, I didn't even play Pee Wee. They but weren't see, even paying attention to you. But see, that's the thing, though. That's the crazy Was part. there going to be some parent? That's the microaggression. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Was there really going to be a parent that would be like, oh, you're going to hold, so he can become a big football star? Oh, my God. Right. That's such a great idea. What? That's awful. Yeah, I don't like that kind of stuff. That's what I, that's microaggression. Why would you assume that a black kid who's a little bit huskier will become a football star, and he's having issues reading? So you think that that's the best situation? Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. I graduated. That's right. On a high, per, in, like in the upper percentile of my graduating class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a full ride scholarship to college. Like fuck her, get out of here. This sucks, one. Fuck you. And that happens. That stuff kind of ha- that kind of stuff happens all the time, though. Unfortunately, with kids, mm-hmm. rather than trying to figure out, especially with black kids, rather than trying to figure out what is their style of learning, it's always, um, it's always let's have them conform. That's the issue with our society as America. There's too much of this conformist attitude. Mm. Nobody's ever actually thinking. Outside the box. Everybody's trying to do this pressure system, you know, conveyor belt situation. Get out of here. Yeah. I have to agree with that. Right? I mean, there's only the certain people in our society who are brave enough to step out of that box right. and challenge the system. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about, like, two situations mm-hmm. as far as being woke. Um, you know, the black community, we are doing, we're going through a lot, but we're not the only community that's like really like struggling out here. No, we're not. The LGBT community, I mean, specifically the trans community, especially. If you want to talk about, I mean, the black kids, LGBT kids, and the brown kids in America yeah. right now, specifically. Well, I want to say, though, it's the definition of being woke pertaining to just issues within the black community, or is being woke something that has to do with you know, rights for rights and understanding for trans people. I mean, I would think that being woke would be all of it. Right. I think. But I think you see what my point is. Yeah, no, I get that. That's what I'm saying. Like, because as far as like our, the title of the show, the BK is all right. We're black kids, but people listening to the show might not be black kids. That's why it's like the brown kids, the beige kids. The beige kids. It's all the the, kids. um, The beguiled kids. The beguiled kids. The The boring boring kids. kids. Oh Oh my God! We did that again. That was real. That was perfect. We did not plan that. Um, the beguiled kids, the boring kids, you know, the 
The basketball kids. Biracial kids. We can talk about some basketball now. I mean, this is really, I feel like we're, you know. It's an inclusive kind of yeah, everyone. We're two black kids, but I feel like our mindsets are the mindsets of multiple people. Yeah. And we try and, why we know, try to bring in guests as well. That exactly. Different different backgrounds, backgrounds. Dang it. Know? Stop. Get out of my head. Right? Get out know. of there. But I just feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, there's a particular person who we've talked about. Yeah. I don't really know this person yet, but I, you know, so I can't really make too much of a judgment about them. But it's like, you know, their ideal of being woke per, as pertaining to race mm-hmm. in America, spot on. But I think their ideal pertaining to wokeness for other communities, specifically mm-hmm. the LGBT community, I think is skewed. And I think that's an idea, especially amongst black men in particular, and black women. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what's an issue. I think that's also holding us back. I agree. From being able to progress because I feel like, you know... You need to be knowledgeable on everything. Right. I feel like white plight is we are dominant. No one's going to take over. I feel like subliminally there are black people in the world in our community who are like, we need to match that level. And it's not ma- about matching that level. It's about breaking down society and what we call norms to equate with everyone. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? To make us all essentially equal. Equal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's about all of us being equal, not the community being equal. I feel like that's what being woke is, but I feel like how do you communicate with that? I was actually yeah, go I ahead, mean, sorry. I get that. I get that. I feel like a lot of these other disenfranchised people are trying to just catch up at this point, you know? Don't you think that? I agree. I think I mean, it's not. We're I mean, playing catch up, and by, we should not be playing catch but, up. But by either, but depending on what you mean by or what your definition of catch up is, don't you think by us continuous to make these pursuits towards a better, brighter future for our future people or ourselves, right? right. Don't you think that that eventually will that's going to break down the wall? It's going to make it come down. No. Like just by doing oh, this. the accepting of other communities. Yeah, by I us by us striving and then like so look, for example, I can go to the Oscars. So like we had that whole Oscars so white thing going on, right? right? And now I don't know about you, but just okay, Oscars so white doesn't necessarily have to do with this, but I just feel like I've seen a lot more diversity. Diversity within the television circuit as far as like right. we have beautiful shows out. Speaking for the black people like right. Queen Sugar. Uh, what was that? Black Panther came out. Wrinkle in Time. Movies like that are was coming Wrinkle out. Wrinkle in Time good though? I just watched it. I think it's the most psychedelic movie Is it? ever. It didn't get too many reviews. People are like, oh, it's not great. But I'm like, yeah. I but can see why I people like don't Wrinkle like it. Wrinkle in Time is a very complex storyline. It's very. It's got. It's about quantum physics. Yes, it's definitely about that. Yeah, like, I watched it. I I, I enjoyed book. it. Yeah, Oops. okay. I enjoyed it. Um, and then we had um, and then we have like movies like what was with Amanda um Steinberg, um, the movie she did uh, with the book. Uh, she's doing Rune? she's doing two. Huh? Who's Amanda Steinberg? The one who played uh, Rue. Oh Jesus! She was yeah, love, she was in the love story. How often do you see a black girl portrayed um in a in those style those teenager? Of books. Love stories. What is that man's name who does all those books like Fault in Our Stars? I hate. Th- Let me be honest. Everything, this is everything. A personal, she was in the everything, everything. This is a personal thing. I hate like tweeny Nicholas um, Nicholas Sparks. Those yeah. Esque books. I can't the specific stand those particular love stories. He kept pushing out a bunch of movies too, and they all like kind of. We're trying to get on my nerves. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we've been making shots as far as, like, the black people, right? And then look at this year. We had Crazy Witch Asian. So the Asian... That movie is so good. Yeah, Asian people are, are starting to come it's out so there. Good. 
Um, and then, I mean, this was years ago. Slumdog Millionaire. Bu- Slumdog Millionaire was a big movie. Legendary. For, um, I guess people in the Indian community. Well, see, and I think like you know, there still needs to be more. Um, There's a lot more room for more. I was gonna say, okay, now did you watch the Oscars? I or the Emmys? I didn't really. Watch I didn't it. watch it. I don't really know. I was like listening to um, State of the Culture with Joe Budden. Yeah. And on there, Scotty Beam, who I love, Scotty Beam, I live for her. Um, she said something about how she was really disappointed in the Emmys because of the lack of diversity or whatever. I mean, there's. Was it though? I don't really. I mean, know. I don't know. I didn't watch it either. I don't I'm not care. saying like we are anywhere near. I do care, but I, you know, I was no, just I like, care. I don't yeah. think TV and movies are anywhere near where they should be as far as diversity goes. Right. I'm proud of this you know the small like the things i do i do like to try and look at the positives in some of the things but there's a lot more we could be doing there's so many more voices that should be heard and the diversity of what this country actually reflects and not what we're shown on television i agree um i think we're getting there but there's a lot more work that needs to be done do you think though at at a certain point though it's like uh, the society the cultures the culture whichever should start saying we don't care or do you think that's dangerous? We don't care about what? The Oscars, the Emmys. Or I guess you can say technically we tried doing that with I mean, I, I think it would be if we said we don't care, I hope that when we say we don't care, that we have at least created something. For um, ourselves. Created something for ourselves that reflects what's actually going on in the world, reflects art pieces that are actually you know, that are true to different mediums. Yeah. To Which the society is why I feel like E. T. is the BET, honestly, I, I read this somewhere. They were like, the day BET was sold is the day basically that it was doomed. When did they sell it? Do you know the date? I want to say it's been sold, I think, twice. Okay. It's owned by Viacom now. I mean, I know that. But I believe, I, I want to say it was like late mid, uh, late 90s. We want to look this up. Late hey, 90s, early 2000s. Does Bobby Jones still come on? Girl, no, it's Ty Tribbett. <gasps> Ty Trevor does it. Ty Trevor is a homophobe. I don't Wait. What happened to Bobby Jones? Bobby Jones retired, finally. When? Remember he used to say, this is my last time. He did I that, promise He retired y'all. so like, many times. several times. And but he couldn't let it go. Back. I, I used, used to, to watch that, Bobby though. Jones gossip with my mom. And then, um, what's the other, Lift Every Voice? Yeah. That was my show. That's Lift Every Voice like, is cool now, actually. That was the one where they would do with the artist, right? Yeah, they would get like people to come in but now it's like crossover and stuff and they mm-hmm. interview gospel and r&b and hip-hop oh, and cool. actors that's and smart. actresses that's it's smart. like i really and you know who hosted who Bondsworth freaking bentley i was okay tell me why i looked it's him up so on the, good now i looked though. him up on the internet a long time ago because i was wondering what he was doing who knows but i love still that coming show. down the air with the uh, umbrellas did he do that I think he did do that. Yeah, he did like that. Mary Poppins. I like the way you move. Sorry, I always just wanted wanted to see how Mr. Bobby Jones is doing. Dyed his Bobby hair. Bobby Jones. How did he dye his hair for so many years? He, he has a good stylist for his like knees. Like we to know suck your hair ain't that. Like <laughs> you like eighty I years old. Dyed fried and laid to and the side. Suits, them and suits them glasses. And when he would try to sing, my mom would be so mad when Bobby Jones would try and sing. Why? He could She's sing. Like, I don't know about that. He could sing. Can he sing? Girl. I don't know. Are you kidding me? Maybe it was in the beginning. 
I don't know. I think my mom. You're a, you and your mom sound like haters. He's a legend. I didn't say. I, I didn't say nothing. I said my mama. He is a legend, man. Let me see. I'm gonna look up some Bobby Jones. But like, I don't know. I just feel like BT. If you look at it at one point in time, had a lot, so much booming. And so I love much how culture. you brought that back. But like, I feel like BT does have the same thing, but it just doesn't seem as genuine. Also, they canceled Rob and fucking Thede. What the hell? Wow. Which to me, Robin Thede was way better than Samantha B. Nothing like they both have their places and stuff like that. But I loved Robin Thede's show and I watched it consistently, and the ratings were bad. So I don't know. Oh my god! So yeah. how long has Bobby Jones been on? Sorry. You fool! You fool! You fool! I'm just concerned about one thing. That should bring us to our next break, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're at 50 minutes, so. Oh, the show's over. No, it's not over. We have a guest. Oh, we do have a guest. Yeah. But I feel like there's so much more we could have talked about. Yeah. Well, we always have the outro, so. <coughs> Let's take a quick break from our... Let's take our second break oh, from God. our sponsors. Can you say uh, that okay. again? Yeah. We're going to take, <laughs> take a second break. Uh, and, yes. like, shout out to... We're just going to take a second break. Okay. And uh, when we get back, we will have... Shane. Shane. Braxton. Shame. 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 Oh, I used to love that movie. Did you ever watch the movie Shame with Keenan Ivory Wayne and Jada? Yes. That was my movie. When he had the part the part where he wakes up and the guy's in the wig. It was like Shaft though, remember? Epic. Yeah. Shaft. No, that's kind of what it was like. Oh yeah, it was it was Shaft adjacent. Yes, definitely. Shaft more comedic adjacent. though. Look at us in Shaft. Damn tangent tangent. Shaft. Shaft. Hey. Mother, shut your mouth. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have Shane on the phone. Shane, you have no messages, and we're back. Yes, we are. And right now, we have a guest with us, a good friend of mine, a co- an ex coworker, because he left me for another company, a better company. Uh, he used to work where I work? He used to work where you work. He's the one who actually helped me get the job at the place in which we work. Well, thank you, because surrogately he gave me my job. There. Exactly, because he works there now. I referred him. Um, uh, this is Shane Braxton. Shane. Hi, Shane. Yes. He is an entrepreneur. Um, I met him through Shadeja on a day in which I broke up with an ex-boyfriend. It was really random. Is that the mattress guy? No. I, I don't know who the mattress guy is. We had a really That's, deep conversation. Yeah, like, exactly. The first day I met him, we had really deep conversations. Okay. And um, even then after I started working at the particular place in which I work at, we had several deep conversations about things, and we shared a lot of good videos that would help enlighten the masses. See, I wish you could see me and Mariah's chats at work, Shane, because it's like Rihanna videos. Breakfast club video. Hey, so you're basically my replacement. Yeah, never a replacement, darling. Only a yeah, teacher, so. yes, yes. But Shane's a great guy. Yeah. He knows a lot of good stuff. He reads a lot of really good books. Um, he stays woke. Um, and <laughs> that's the most important. <laughs> he does stay woke. He reads all of the good books. Um, sleep. Exactly. He doesn't sleep. He meditates like a mofo. Because guess what? November 6th is going to come up. Shane, make sure that you register to vote because it's very important. Okay. Um, and um, he's a cool guy. So let's talk to him about 
Staying broke, 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 So Shane, you're from, you've been in Austin for quite some time, I'm going to assume, correct? How many years have you been in Austin? Um, I mean, I was actually born here, but okay, uh, I moved away when, uh, like, when I was 13. Okay. Um, and I moved with my dad. Came back in 2014, so I've been here, here ever since. So, we're in particular, because I'm going to say, personally, like, I've lived in one other place outside of Austin, and then I moved right back after I was done with college because it was terrible. But I'm going to say, as an Austinite, someone who was born and raised here, some of the things that I've noticed is I feel like, and this might be something that happens nationwide, is that there's a dumbing down of black voices, especially within their own community, in trying to disband it, whether it be through gentrification or, you know, rising taxes or whatever it might be. You know what I'm saying? Or laws or ordinances right. that they try to put in their city. What is your opinion on that subject matter as far as the, the dumbing down of voices within a community, specifically within the black and Latin community? Um, my take on just the whole dumbing down thing is like, I mean, we're suppressed right. for a reason. I mean, I don't know what exactly what reason it was, but I mean, we were brought over here, um, and basically we were, we've been suppressed ever since. So we've been dumbed down ever since we came here. Um, I was, uh, I was listening to this video the other day, you know, like when you are, you get on Facebook and, you know, you see those quick little snippets of things. It was like a two minute video and it talked about how when the slaves became free, they basically came into a different type of slavery. So, like when it came to reading, you know, they had passed certain laws to if you like read something, like you could be, you could go to jail for it, or mm. it was just basically a suppression. So, I mean, I mean, we've always just been suppressed. And recently, um, I haven't really been keeping up with things like I should be because I'm just focusing on a whole lot of other stuff. But uh, my whole take on it is that, I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely a, a, a suppression in the black community, but I think that we are also being suppressed by the distractions out here, like I agree. social media. I've just been um, saying that. I've been, like, I feel like, yeah. I was just saying that I feel like even with Trump, people are, I, I don't like Trump. Believe me. Focus on the wrong things. Really, I agree, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's basically, we see Trump as the face of it all. And we're using right. Trump as a distraction. But we're forgetting Trump is basically, he's a minstrel show. He's an orange minstrel show who's distracting everyone else, the minority <laughs> communities, on what's really going yeah. on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. It's just like with Bush, with Cheney. Like mm -hmm. a puppet show. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Cheney was using Bush as a yeah, and I, puppet. Yeah, I think that's what every single president, actually. I mean, I mean, you got to realize, right, um, the, 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 this country is run by corporations. Right. Mm -hmm. Always so, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, the presidents are just literally puppets to a deeper root into what's actually going on. I mean, just like with 9-11, right? Uh, that was, that's, that 
I mean, just a lot of stuff that's went on in the past, like 9-11, the Pentagon, like there was like millions, trillions of dollars that were just forgotten about. Right. Mm-hmm. That know? was weird, yeah. All this stuff is ran by corporations yep. and orchestrated by corporations. That is so true because of the, uh, I forgot his name, but he actually knew that that 9-11 was going to happen. And well, that, that's, that's very true. Yeah. 9-11 was known. Like, yeah. They knew that something was brewing. But they did nothing to prepare. They did nothing to it. Well, like nothing. you were saying, like everything is that it, it's it's a corporation thing, mm-hmm. and it, it's run as as a as a corporation. And if yep. like the the president is, you know, if you think of it as 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 a chess game, yeah. And the president is, you know the king or whatever and we're we're the we're the pawns right you know you know but if you think of it in in a bigger scheme of things we as black people are our people in general we have to start playing it like we're the kings you know what i'm saying and we have to get refocused on ourselves and when we become more enlightened and more focused you know spiritually you know, yep. and we start taking yep. the steps to, you know, eating better. We start, you right. know, reading our That's Bible. Chinese food. <laughs> with my hands. You know, I you know, know meditating, and, and we start doing um, those things to, you know, better enlighten ourselves. Right. I think that'll help us to, because you can't, you can't give your cup to somebody else if you haven't filled if your cup full. if it's yeah. not full that's what i'm saying so once you focus on yourself and you're able to you know do that i think you can go out into the world and start and that's basically the essence of the bible yeah you know what right. i'm saying thank you <laughs> I agree. yeah Jane, what were you saying um i was saying you know and mr days i love that point and for me like for me um I do actually want to focus definitely just like what's your question Cameron about the black community and how we're suppressed I want to focus on that but I also want to focus on everything as a whole like because when we I mean yeah we've been pretty much the most suppressed race since you know forever but I want to focus on and I want to really I mean yeah we definitely need to build up the black community um, there needs to be more lawyers, there needs to be more entrepreneurs, there needs to be more people uh, that are actually about becoming, you know, the greatest version of themselves other than being in this materialistic illusion that we live in, right? But I want to focus on everybody as a whole because when we bring color into the equation, it still separates us, you know, it's, it's, we need, we're at a point in time to where, you know, there's the vibration of, you know, just the earth is changing, like, you got all this stuff happening, going on, right, you got, you got, you got these volcanoes, you got this weather, all this stuff is happening, right, we need to all, there has to be a point to where we all, like, unify as a whole, not just with black people, but with everyone ultimately yeah but just for everybody but like okay just like with the black people right they're using stuff and propaganda to 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 turn us against each other right 
I was watching uh, this movie Superfly the other day. I watched I that too. Yeah, I have not seen the new version of it. I only watched it for it bias reasons. I watched it for bias reasons because the main character is cute. Continue, Sean. I'm sorry. I said Sean. But that movie was so good, right? But at, at a certain point, I was like, man. We're not, we're not only, this does not represent the black community. Like, this doesn't. Like, just No, because we're not just gangsters. You know? Like, there's, there's much more to black people than being drug dealers. That's not the only way that we're successful. There's a whole lot of successful black people out there. Well, see, I I was just talking about earlier in our show, Sean, the fact that, um, you look at shows like Blackish. Shane, sorry. Oh, did I say Sean? I'm sorry. You Shane, did. I, I did too. Wrong. Sorry. Uh, I, it's it's her fault. Shane, the reason why I look at shows like Blackish, even like, I don't care what anybody says about Bill Cosby, the person, Cliff Huxtable has done a lot for the community. As far yes, as the definitely, perception. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you he has had a Bill major Cosby. impact on people's yeah, lives he, growing up. Yeah. That and a different world. Because he was world. a. Executive I producer think on that. Said a lot for the community, and I mean, obviously, he was sending three to ten years. Which, quote me, I believe he's going to make it through those ten years. Right. I really do. I think right. he's going to live it through. But ten years. Ten to, I, I think it was three years. Like three to ten years is what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, like I three feel to ten like years. you watch shows like Bill Cosby as Cliff Huxtable, Anthony Anderson and Blackish. Uh, what's the father's right. name in Good That's Times? Those characters, those shows, do resonate with people. Because, I mean, my black friends that I know, even if they're divorced, have present father figures, present mother figures, their auntie. They had a village that's around them because that's who our community is. Mm-hmm. We're raised by the people who are around us and the tank that we surround ourselves in. And we like to surround ourselves around larger fish, around larger tanks so that we can be the biggest fish that we can be. You get what I'm saying? Right, and right, I, I feel you. But I show that. White people in particular don't want to show that that is our truth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. our job as artists, writers, lawyers, directors, doctors to say, hey, we are here. You can't dump yeah. on our voice because this is our reality. Mm-hmm. This is fact. I will yeah. I, I'll agree with that. And another, another thing about dumbing down, guys, one of the most important things that we have to do is focus on what we put in our bodies, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look at the labels on this food that we're eating, and all this processed bullshit that they put in our foods, it would be like, you just sit there and think, okay, if you reset there, like aspartame and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's in like gum and sodas and stuff, right? That is a neurotoxin. So it, it's gonna mess your brain up. Mm-hmm. And just like, okay, one of the big ones, right, fluoride, that's in our water. Like, why do they put fluoride in our fucking water? But right. if, you, if you know what flu, fluoride It kills does, the pine- that, uh, pine- pineal kills gland. It kills pineal gland. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> they're, they're putting stuff, they're weaponizing the food, and they're, 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 it's, a, it's, it's mental slavery that we're in right now. And until people wake up to the fact that, okay, this is a suppression, like, well, that's one that's one way that they're suppressing us. The so one way that they're attacking us, right? That's one way that they're attacking us, through the food. And you really gotta pay attention to what food you're eating. Just like I just said, <laughs> kind of repetitive, but 
You know, there's all types of chemicals in our foods, and that's one way where we can be suppressed. Then you have the media to where you got Nicki Minaj, you got all these artists portraying this image of us that's not really us. It's bullshit. I think how music changed. I don't watch TV, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't watch TV, I don't do, like, because you got to realize that, okay, so... I mean, you create your own image of what you, you know, and, and it's really what you powerful want in reality. That I have spent hours researching, and it has been proven scientifically to be factual. But this thing about suppression—it's coming at us from all types of ways, like all different ways. And the one thing that I mean, black people need to do is just just like we're doing right now we need to unify and just have these talks this could be so powerful for people Mm -hmm. because you know Mm -hmm. i I can bring something to the table everybody can bring something to the table that you know nobody else can everybody has different perceptions that can contribute Mm -hmm. to being unified and you got to think about these political campaigns and you know with trump and and all this shit right all this stuff is designed to, it's propaganda. It, it's designed to 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 divide us, right? Because there's way more citizens out there than elites. They can't control us the way that they we think they can, right? They they're gonna try to control us mentally because that's the only way that they can. We, there's so many more people than you know. If everybody like got on one accord, we could overthrow this shit in 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 a matter of months. Right, and and think about it—it's happened before. Shit happens has happened in the past to where, I mean, look at MLK and what he did, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't—we're not doing shit like that anymore because they put fear in us with the cops shooting and killing people. Do you think that there? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? I was like, do you think though that there is a bit of an issue—the fact that um, I feel that. I think the part of the success of the 60s is that there, there, you could almost say like in the way that Donald Trump is the face of all this craziness. On the flip side, back in the day when we're fighting for justice, you look at Martin Luther King as a face for change. And I do feel like Obama is a face for change. But I don't think he is the face. Like, I don't think he fully encompasses. Like, he's done a lot. Obviously, he was the first black president of the United States. That's a higher accolade than most people ever get in their lives. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that there is a yeah. unifying yeah. factor as there was during the 60s. And, and obviously, the organization you know is like and everything. You know? I don't think it's going to take a politician mm-hmm. to we unify to people. Each be our own I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, I think that people need to detach from all this materialism that's okay. going on. They need to detach from everything that's going on psychologically. Turn off your TV, turn off, get off your social media. You know, you really focus on becoming the best version of yourself because if you mm-hmm. focus on that, you're gonna focus on having your neighbor become the best version of himself. Right. And no politician, I mean, yeah, a politician can do that, but as far as Obama goes, yeah, I mean, he had a, he probably, to me, was the best president, but at the end of the day, he's a puppet, right? He oh. can only do so much. Congress, he, Congress can veto anything that he's 
says and tries to do, right? Yeah. As a face of America, he probably was the most perfect person to be the face of America. Not only because he unified, not, it's not even him being poor, it is a lot of him being black, but he, he showed that, hey, in America, you can be anything that you want to. It's great. Thank you, we Shane. We left another break. Um, I don't know. Do we? We've talked about a lot today. With a lot of random stuff. We talked about our own personal. I don't know. We we didn't necessarily give the listener ways to stay woke. How do you? Stay no, I woke? think we have. I think this is just an explanation of issues that we've gone through personally. Our whole show is about relating. That is, then maybe that will help other people become more woke. We're a soundboard. I feel like it's healthy. That's true. I feel like if we're talking about it, other people are going to talk about their experiences, and then that's how change happens. I love you, Cameron. Thank you. I'm a genius. You are a genius. I'm a mother-tucking genius. You know what? What? Nothing. I don't want to say that I'm like a voice of a generation because I, I feel like that implies that I'm going to die I young. I thought you were about to quote that girl's... Who? Girl's uh, Lena Dunham. <gasps> that is I, a great episode. I talked talk to you... On episode Because we've one. only seen the first season, right? No, I've seen all of it. You've seen all of it? Yeah, I've seen oh, all of it. Oh, look at you. I mean, the only I didn't one that, really like, like it. I like the end, but I didn't really like... I like, like the first, the first two seasons. The rest of it is this bullshit. It was self-righteous. And then I love the last I don't really season. like Luna Dunham. I think she's trash. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we I think she's a trash human being. Okay, good. She is the epitome of white feminism. Thank you. Um, so now I can say the line that I liked that from Go her, ahead. Where she was like, I When think, she's in her parents' room in the hotel she's room. she's like, I think I'm a voice of a generation. Or she's like, or maybe I'm a voice of the generation or something like that yeah or age i don't want to like she goes i don't want to like you know put pressure on myself but i really do feel like like i'm the this by the way this is a white girl at this point begging her parents to not cut her off yes. i can't really hate because i get that mm-hmm. but she's like i just don't really like put pressure on you but i feel like i'm just like the voice of the generation just saying or a, a generation yeah, yeah that's that a funny part. episode and then she's like stoned when she says it um, but yeah, I don't want to say I'm the voice of a generation because I really don't think I am. I'm just saying what other people are saying and I know how to s- relate to it because I get that. Pretty much in your own way. In my own way. But I feel like, and plus I feel like by saying you're a voice of a generation, that usually means you die young. And I don't want to die young. Yes, let's, let's, can we stop there doing that? a lot that? that I want to do, you know? Amen. But, uh, speaking of like, you know, relating and being voices or whatever, you know, we talked about being woke, and we've talked about microaggression, and we've talked about what's your advice, as always, before we sign off, um, to cope with it. How to cope with... Not cope with it, but not even how to cope with it. You don't need to deal with that bullshit. Yeah, you don't. What is your advice to people who are dealing with it, in general? I feel like I'm speaking to middle school kids, to be honest. I honestly hope they listen to this. Kids be listening to everything. Maybe watching Pornhub and you everything know, like kids that. Kids be like on... Yeah, okay. Maybe li- I, I was watching porn when I was in middle school, so if they can listen to porn, if they can watch porn, they can listen to this. So, go ahead. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not that I love it's you. Same. No, I love you. Um, <laughs> well, if you're dealing with these kinds of things, like what what did I do? I feel like you definitely need to have some friends who you can vent to and this sort of thing. And also, if you're in a place where you can confront some of the microaggressions and inform the people around you about what it is they're saying and how it could be hurtful, I think that's a way to help wake up people around you. I don't know. I can't tell you how they're going to take it. 
Sometimes it's not going to be positive. But, I mean, I just don't see another way, really. Wouldn't you agree, Cameron? I definitely would agree. Legally, you have to confront some, like, these issues in which you encounter. I think, you know, it's all about, you know, um, not to give away my secret, but, you know, my mom always said, she's like, you know, you're really lucky. And I was like, why? She's like, you grew up around white kids. You know how to, you speak decently well. And you know how to deal with it. And because you grew up around them, you know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And she said there's a lot of power in knowing what, not even the opposition, but knowing what the others are thinking. are thinking. So I think that it's not afraid to speak up and say something. Yeah. And surround yourself in some other shit. Enlighten yeah. yourself. Because when you do, you know how to take over. I like that. Oh, is that my advice? I think your advice, like, wrapped into my advice. Even though yeah. I- I'd say confront, and then you just like put a nice little bow tie on top of that. Yeah, I, I just like feel that. like know what the other side is doing, so that way you know how to do it better. And if anybody ever comes at you with some, um, what's the thing called when it's like, a, um, um, affirmative action? Mm-hmm. You look at it, look at them in the face, and you're like, affirmative action didn't give me this. Me being better than you is what got, got me this. I Let like them that. Know. I like that. And guys. Whether you're middle school, high school, college, adult, mm-hmm. whatever. During this time in our country, it is important to try and stay informed. Just a little bit. You don't have to keep the news on all the time. Just Definitely agree with that. Kind of see what's going on. And then turn it off and then cleanse yourself because it's pretty dirty. Um, cleanse yourself. Cleanse yourself, darling. And hopefully next time we talk, I'll have a voice. Probably not, but that's okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about medicine and wellness. That'll be our next episode. It's actually, it's, it sounds like it's going to be all like, like serious, kind of like really how this not. episode was. This, and it's really this, not. It's we have, we'll ha- we have like one serious and then we have like 10 funny and then like another serious, yeah. you know. But, but I'm really proud of this show. I think this is actually going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to sound and really I get to nice. do this with my friend. Oh, you're my friend. We're friends. We're friends. Yeah. From France. We're friends from France. Oui, and we're oui. recording this on a Sunday, so it's like church? insecure night. Oh, I thought I said church. You know, I feel <laughs> like what is the Sabbath? Like, what day is it really? Well, because the Sabbath is different for a lot of different people. Sabbath is isn't Sabbath not, on a Saturday? Though? It's a Jewish thing. Yeah, it's the Sabbath is a Saturday. That's the whole. I day. sure did rest yesterday. It's the end I of the week. I took a lot of naps. Yeah, it's Sabbath is the end of the week. And it's the last day of the week, which is a Saturday. But everyone's like, oh, no, it's Sunday, which America's is like, it's not the end of the week. It's just, get out of here. Sabbath. Plus, we're, if you're a Christian, you don't really observe the Sabbath. You worship when you can. Yes. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go find weed. That part you have to cut out. Oh, yeah, because we're, yeah. yeah. Legalize it. Yeah. yeah. But, Mariah, as always... Cameron, as always. It's been a pleasure. It's been a delight. I'm Cameron. I'm Mariah. And we're two black kids. And we're all right. Yes. Yes. That was good. And you know it rhymed? What? Did you see it rhyme? It did kind of rhyme. Did you see that rhyme? Anytime. Oh. Damn. And I'm fine. Oh. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That rhymed too. Oh. Get it anytime. All right, bye. Yeah. That doesn't rhyme. Oh, shit. It doesn't. But what did it, you're like, I'm, and then I was like, and it was a delight. Oh, it's all right. Let's no, say we, goodbye. No, just rewind it. Go back to the um, technology. I can't rewind it. It's a live feed. We can't just, you well, know. You can't just listen to it.
You can't let's do it real yeah, quick. Yeah, it pumps. It pumps, girl. You can't let's do it real quick. That girl good. 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 Okay, we have to right, bye. <laughs> Hi, you have reached the BKs, all right. Sorry, we missed you, but please follow the show on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Instagram, and much more. Thanks again.